Hello and welcome to this another edition of Words from the Word of God. Thank you so much for joining us today. Overcoming the attack in the wilderness. Overcoming the attack in the wilderness. I would like to continue speaking to you on this topic uh, as we read there in the Gospel of Matthew chapter, the last verses of chapter 3 on into chapter 4, verse 1 through 11. Course, speaking and dealing with the temptation of Jesus Christ in the wilderness after his baptism with John the Baptist, there. And uh, as we closed out there, chapter three, the closing verses there uh, would focus on his baptism of John the Baptist uh, there in the Jordan River. And now we know that as it closed out, so there's no mistaking, as it closed out, the Word of God uh, lets us know that. That baptism and he, as Jesus come up out of the water and the Holy Spirit descended upon him and the voice from heaven thundering out, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased, is a wonderful and remarkable uh, confirmation and affirmation from the heaven to all souls to the hearts of every man, woman, boy and girl that Jesus Christ is in fact the eternal son of God, the coming Messiah. He was here and he had come. And I think this is interesting as he uh, enters into the uh, right here over in uh, starting in verse 12 of chapter chapter four, he will begin his uh, earthly ministry. But all this takes place before he begins his earthly ministry. And I just think it's remarkable and it's interesting at the sequence of events here. But let it be stated again. Jesus Christ is, was, and will always be the eternal Son of God. This is my beloved Son, my most loved Son, in whom I am well pleased. As we enter into chapter 4 here, the Word of God tells us, Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered him, speaking of Christ, answering Satan's uh request here his his temptation here he says but he answered him and answered and said it is written man shall not live by bread alone but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of god but then the devil taketh him up into a holy city and setteth him on the pinnacle of the temple and saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against the stone. Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And again the devil taketh him up into a, an exceeding high mountain, and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them, and saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil leaveth him. 
I want you to pay particular attention to that. We'll cover this as we go through. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. May the Lord bless the reading of his word to our hearts. Overcoming the attack in the wilderness, as we said in the last, the closing remarks of the last broadcast of part one uh, to this message, um, you know, we see the battle plan uh, here laid out in front of us from the Lord God in his word as to how to overcome our enemy when he attacks us and and i find it interesting and we again will cover this and i hate to keep saying it but we will get to this as we go along the wilderness and how it's compared to where we are today in this world now we know that uh as we stated in the last broadcast we don't wrestle against flesh and blood uh man we we wrestle against principalities and powers rulers of darkness in this evil world uh basically satan and his demonic and his demons his his uh evil angels that that have followed him in the rebellion there in heaven uh in ezekiel 28 and isaiah 14 as he fell from heaven trying to exalt himself above god himself but uh you know as we go through this i want to really focus on the word of god here there are so many significant truths there's no way that we could cover this in a two-part message but let's look at this overcoming the attack in the wilderness the first thing we need to look at in overcoming the attack in the wilderness is to recognize the attack to recognize the attack the word temptation is has two meanings that is as it is revealed in the word of god and we need to look at this really closely today i believe and i pray that the lord will speak to your heart as he has mine about this because many times we see the word temptation we automatically assume it's the uh temptation to do evil or temptation to do sin and go against god's will which is way it's used here in context of scripture here that's what he was trying to uh entice jesus to do he was tempting him to go against the will of the father and against the word of the father uh, and go the easy way he was trying to get him to do uh, and be out of the will of god the father but and that's what he tempts us to do but the word temptation and i want to read verse one again he says then was jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil the word tempted here uh, it has two different meanings as it's used in the new testament and i think understanding uh this word will give us a, a, a an advantage in recognizing uh a, a the the temptation and the attack of our enemy as we go through and we walk with the lord through this life and our christian walk with him and every true born again believer i believe in my heart needs to understand the difference between temptation and test but it comes in the same uh word as used in the new testament so i believe we must discern between the two the word temptation again has two different meanings the first one as it is used here in chapter 4 verse 1 uh, means to incite or to entice to do evil to seduce to sin as used as i said here where Satan incites and entices Christ and tries to seduce Jesus to sin, going completely against the Father's word and the Father's will. Uh, 
The second meaning of the word temptation is more or less trial or tribulation or to put to proof. In other words, to put us to prove our faithfulness to the Lord. And that is used in, and I want to, I want to stress something right here. I want to stress something very important, and you really need to get this. Every true born-again believer needs to understand this, and might I say every soul that will walk in the face of this earth needs to understand this fact. Very, very important here, and I can't stress that enough. God never tempts anyone to sin. The Word of God confirms this in John chapter 1. We'll start reading there in verse 13 down through verse 16. The Word of God says, Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted to, with evil, neither tempteth he any man. But every man, when he is tempted, when he is drawn away of his own lust, and enticed then when lust hath conceived it's it's when lust hath conceived it bringeth forth sin and sin when it is finished bringeth forth death and james here tells us do not err my beloved brethren that right there tells us he is writing to born again believers my beloved brethren we are brothers and sisters in Christ, and we need to understand this. And it is my heart's desire that we would all understand the difference uh, and the significance of how words are used in Scripture, which will help us better understand the attack of our enemy when he comes against us. Uh, you know, it is more than confirmed in God's word that he hates sin and he does not wish for any one of us or anyone that is ever born of man to engage in it. After all, our sins, the sins of, our, of the world cost his beloved son his life and every drop of his precious blood in payment for them. Now God will lead us as true born-again believers, through times of testing, sometimes in order to strengthen our faith. And this is confirmed in the book of James also in the same chapter, chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. This is where we see the other meaning and other uses of the word temptation. He says in verse 2, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. That word there is used as testing, times of trial and tribulation that bring about the testing of our faithfulness to God, to understand and have faith in that he is true and faithful to all he has promised us. To increase our faith is what James is speaking of here. The times of trial that we go through, even sometimes when, when Satan is allowed by God, as, as in Job's case, to bring uh, trials and tribulations into our life, trying to tempt us to do evil against God as he was trying to do to Job to get him to curse God to his face after he took his health, wealth, and his, and his health. And, and he told God, he said, if you take all these things away from him and you allow me to do this, he'll curse you to your face. Job 
uh, Satan even used Job's own wife because she told him, said, why don't you just curse God and die? But God allowed Satan to bring that into Job's life to test his faithfulness. And that is exactly what James is talking about here in his epistle. And let's read this again. He says, my brother, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. That's many types of temptations, trials, and tribulations, knowing this, that the trying, listen, Listen to the words used here. Trying of your faith worketh patience, and let patience have its perfect work, that ye may be perfect, complete, entire, wanting nothing. If any man lack wisdom, let him ask God that, that giveth to all men liberally, and where and doth not. Excuse me, and unbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Folks, if we have any doubt, there should there is no doubt when it comes to temptation to sin against God and to go against his will and his word, as Satan was trying to do to Christ here. He said, If you be the Son of God, do this or that. If you be the Son of God, do this or that. If you be the Son of God, I will give you all these things. All you have to do is bow down and worship me. He was tempting him to to evil now we know christ as god uh couldn't be tempted because it said god cannot be tempted with evil uh to do evil and he doesn't tempt any man so christ was not being tempted that he might prove his faith he was tempted for another reason but we need to understand that satan tempts us and the things that a whole lot less than what Christ was tempted with, we fall short and we fall victim to many times. So we need to understand the temptation of evil comes from Satan, but the temptation, the trials and testings come from the Lord. And sometimes the Lord will allow Satan to do things to bring us in that time of testing and trial that he will prove our faithfulness to him, whether he proves it to our heart or proves it to himself or he has proven it to satan like he did with job have you considered my servant job he is an upright and righteous man who eschewed evil hateth evil and feareth the lord uh, you know it was like the lord was saying have you considered him uh, what if god said that to satan today have you considered jeff thomas today He's he's an upright man, and not pat myself on the back, but he follows me, he fears me, he lives according to my word, uh, or your name, true born-again believer, brother and sister in Christ. What if he said the same of you today? How would you stand that test? How would you stand that temptation? Would Satan win out in your life today? But I think if we recognize, if we recognize it as an attack, the temptation of, to do evil is an attack of the enemy. If he will t attack the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, the Lamb of God, which came, the Son of God, confirmed, affirmed Son of God, according to Matthew chapter 3, verses uh, uh, 13 through 17, the Son of God, if he will tempt him, what do you think he will do to us? He, Jesus was God in the flesh, God himself. God incarnate, the, the eternal Son of God, yet Satan still tempted him. We need to be on guard. 
But the only way we can be on guard will be revealed to us through the Scripture. And I invite you and I encourage you to continue to continue to join us here. Now that you have been able, been made known how to distinct between the tempting and the testing, the temptation that comes from Satan and the testing that comes from God and sometimes can come from God through Satan. But let me let me close with these final remarks because we need to understand this too. One, the attack of temptation comes from Satan, as we've already proven in Scripture. The testing of our faith, even if God allows Satan to tempt us and try to destroy us, is in all cases from God. One, the temptation to do evil brings forth death, as James said there. Let's read that again. He says, James chapter 1, verse 13, Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with either, neither tempteth he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away in his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Bringeth forth death. Sin is, is the penalty. Under the penalty of sin, we are under the death penalty. But we have been saved through Christ, so we know that our past, present, and future sins are covered under his blood. But that doesn't give us the right to go out and live how we want to. We must honor God with our life. We must do as Christ did here in this scripture. We must obey. We must be obedient. We must know God's word. We must be obedient. We will get into this later on. But the temptation of sin bringeth forth death. But as, as he said there in First Peter chapter 5, verse 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. He's not after the ones in the world. He already has them. He's after true born-again believers who are walking with the Lord and growing and being more conformed to Christ's image every day. He would love nothing more than to bring us down, to bring us down and bring us back into a life of sin through temptation to do that sin and it, it brings forth death and it can bring forth death even in our life and that we will cover that as the Lord leaves but the second thing the temptation from God the testing from God do you know that it brings forth reward for our faithfulness James chapter 1 verse 12 he says blessed that means happy is the man that endureth temptation for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Did you hear that? The crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. And there is no other way that we can show the Lord that we love him greater than obeying him and being obedient unto him and his word and more importantly, his will. Because his word is his will. And when we obey him, when we know the, the attack of our enemy, temptation to do evil, when we know that, when we recognize that, it will help us to overcome and continually overcome the attack in 
the wilderness. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I look forward to the next time that we can share a word from the Word of God. And I do encourage you to continue to join with us here as we look and continue on in this study of overcoming the attack in the wilderness. God bless.